0: Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your
1: girl, AJ Walker. Thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Be Clear. If you're not already following us on social media, make sure you stop what you're doing, go on Instagram, go on Twitter, and follow us at LBC Podcast. That is LBC Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, make sure you subscribe, follow, like, share, all that good stuff. Um, before we get started on today's episode, I do just want to say that I know it's been a minute since I've released some, re- uh, some new content, but just to keep you guys in the loop, because you guys have been so patient, I am out of town for work for a couple months, so it's been a little bit more challenging uh, getting to the studio and finding the time to set up, uh, time to record these episodes, but we are back and we are going to be bringing you guys some new content in the recent, in the upcoming weeks. So thanks again for being patient. And just to let you guys know, if this is your first time listening, we have 12 episodes available. So make sure you're caught all the way up. That'll hold you over until we have more content as well. Um, There's 12 episodes. We're available on all major podcast platforms, Apple Music. um, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, Breaker, Google, Spotify, and of course, Anchor. So make sure you go and follow us and find us at LBC Podcast. Get caught up on all the episodes and then just, you know, bear with me as I bring you guys some new content. Um, For today's episode, I have a special guest. His name is Joe. Say what's up, Joe. What's up? And we're basically gonna um, do a part two, as promised, to the traveling episode. If you're not familiar, episode, that would be episode 11, I believe, is the traveling episode. And me and Jordan and Crystal gave you guys some great tips about traveling. Uh, For my 30th birthday, which is in November, November, shout out to all the Scorpios, we went to Cuba. So we're going to talk about Cuba, some of the stuff we did, some of the places we went, and just some kind of like do's and don'ts about traveling to a place like Cuba. So I don't know where you want to start, Joe. Um, I kind of want to start with the currency situation. Uh,
0: well, I, I would say we should start at actually Delta? purchasing tickets.
1: Yes, yes. Purchasing that's tickets. important.
0: Yes. All right. So in order to get to Cuba, of course, you got to buy your tickets. And then like you got to have your passport already. Yes. You also have to have like, well, there's a question that they're going to ask you. Uh, after you start uh, looking up flights, uh, it's basically saying, why are you going to Cuba? And then there's a bunch of different options. It's like, oh, are you going for business? Are you going for education? Um, Business, education, tourists,
1: tourism, supporting the Cuban people, right? Or something like that?
0: It didn't specifically say tourism, which is the part that was difficult. Right. Um yeah. But it
1: did say something about supporting the Cuban people,
0: right? That's the one we chose. So, yeah. Uh when we went there, of course we uh stayed at an Airbnb instead of a major hotel, so would be And
1: so let's talk about that really quick. Cuba. So like in Cuba, even if you didn't select support of the Q- the Cuban people, I would still suggest staying at an Airbnb. And we'll get to that later but mm. it's definitely to me just a better it, it it helps with the experience of visiting cuba so that is probably tip number 1 is that if you're going down there for tourism you would a want to select support of the cuban people and then you would want to stay in an airbnb i would say
0: yes okay I would agree
1: yeah it was nice too i felt like the, the airbnb was real fly right mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was like a two-bedroom. And what what do you remember the guy's name? Is it Pedro? Or am I making that
0: up? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, not Pedro. I'm like, damn. I, I can't remember off the top of my head and I'm kind of mad about
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I gotta look that up. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so so It's weird. Like I'm not going to lie. Like Me and Joe, we we were on the computer a number of times, and we just kept getting confused. Because what it's going to say, if you've never really traveled to a country that requires a visa, it kind of gets confusing. It's like the tourism card slash the visas and your passport and all these other things. Just make sure that when you go online to do your research to find out what's required to visit whatever country you're going to, Um, but specifically Cuba, that you really read all the information and use the resources that are available. Um, Once we figured out, like basically once we realized that it was extremely simple, then we were much more relieved. But I think that at first we were kind of like, wait, so what do we need? You need a Visa card, which is basically your tourism card. It's basically the same thing. That's what we realized at the end of the day. It wasn't two separate purchases. That the Visa card in turn was really our tourism card to go out there. And you were able to purchase said Visa card through the airline. That is a major key. Like we didn't we thought we had to go to like the airport and do it separately or purchase it in advance. We flew with Delta and shout out to Delta because we end up getting like a free flight from them or whatever. But we end up getting the Visa card from Delta at the counter as we checked in for our flight. You don't have to do it in advance, and, and you know what, and let me be clear, let me be very clear, right? I don't know if that's applicable for all airlines, but this was our experience. We were able to get our Visa card from Delta the day that we checked in for our flight. We got dropped off mm-hmm. at the airport, we were checking in our bags, it was a $50 fee for our Visa card, and that was really it, and we just couldn't lose the Visa card, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's really quite simple. I know it's gonna seem very confusing, especially like for us, we had never had to get a visa before. Like we both been to Jamaica, uh, you know, I've been to Cancun and blah, blah, blah. You don't need visa cards for those places. But for Cuba, because of, you know, the past, it's very, very tricky getting in there. And you have to have a reason and you have to have a visa, but double check with the airline to see the cost of that visa and where and how to purchase it. But I can tell you this with Delta, you can get it the day you check in for your flight and you can get it at the ticket counter.
0: Yep, yep. Okay,
1: cool. So currency, can we talk about that or did I miss a step? Tickets, um, visa? Uh,
0: no, but um, you were right. His name is Pedro. I was hey, getting Pedro, his name confused with um, the guy we did the uh, bike thing through, but we can talk about it
1: Well, yeah, we can talk about it later. What, what was his name though?
0: Um... Uh, <laughs> See,
1: I don't know. It's listen, yeah, I ain't even gonna because yeah. it's, it's gonna come no, off no, real stereotypical. But listen, I don't remember no, their names. Okay, everybody was yeah. Pedro to me out there. I don't what? know Pedro, it Julio. Dad. It's what only two there? names I can remember. Uh, <laughs> <sure>. uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. 100% that's
0: terrible because everything we had to uh, do after coming back. So, oh, you know.
1: I thought about something. What okay, so. Another thing that we could talk about before we even get into currency, because currency, I'm trying to, we're trying to tell you guys, like, in the order that it kind of happened for us. We can also talk about Airbnb, right? Mm -hmm. So because we decided to do Airbnb, we also realized, I don't know if you guys know, but Airbnb has this thing where it's called Airbnb Experiences. For anybody who's used Airbnb um, multiple times or just, you know, for a long time, you guys all know that Airbnb started off as just... A way as like an alternative to hotels it was just a place to go to where you could like go to somebody's house and stay with them or whatever while you're in whatever city but now they've added different elements and it's, it's definitely a little bit more all-encompassing when you're trying to travel and so they have this thing called Airbnb experiences and we found some dope ass experiences you want to tell them what experience like what activities we end up buying
0: yeah, so we did a bike trip around the city and then we also did soccer lessons. Oh my like, God. Both. The bike they're trip. Both really dope. Uh, the bike trip was uh, a little shaky starting off. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It was it was dope. But it was,
1: I mean, I would definitely recommend you guys going and looking at those Groupon. Well, I don't know if Groupon will have stuff for you, but not but, Groupon at all. Okay, not Groupon. Thank you for correcting me. But Airbnb. But where else could they find like excursions and activities? On the Cuba website? Was there stuff on there too?
0: I don't remember. Mm. I feel like there has to be I,
1: another place though. There probably is, but you okay. got that
0: research on your own. We, we,
1: we <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right, research that on your own. But for sure, <laughs> if you book Airbnb... Um, and just read the uh, reviews and I know that sounds like common sense you guys but just read the reviews like and the reason why I'm saying that is because the pricing is gonna like you're gonna want to jump at the first one available or whatever because the pricing is so cheap for American dollars it's I mean we paid like what was it like $200 for all four nights or something like that or $180 for all four nights like it was so cheap that it's like I'm glad we read the reviews because the place that we ended up with was actually really, really nice. And the people were really good, you know, gracious hosts or whatever the case might be. But when you go on Airbnb, make sure you check out the Airbnb experiences and you'll see a lot of like similar excursions. Like there were multiple bike ride excursions. But again, we read the reviews. We kind of figured out what we wanted to do. Obviously, price comparison and all that good stuff as well. Uh, But that is something that we did prior to the trip. Because my thing is, I mean I am I can be frugal at times, um, especially you know just in my day-to day life. I know Joe is too. Like I wanted to try to make sure I get the most bang for my buck. And the big thing in Cuba, you guys, if you guys don't learn anything else from this podcast, is Cuba is a cash only situation when you're visiting. Mm-hmm. There are no ATMs for us to be using. There's no like, oh okay, I'll just go grab another 500 out. There's nothing like that. Like not even the bank situation, the bank situation would be very complicated because trying to get American dollars and convert it is just not possible. So whatever money you take down there is all the cash that you have. So we wanted to try to get ahead of that and pay for our excursions prior so that we didn't have to worry about using our money for that once we're down there, if that makes sense.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that was a little that was a little tidbit.
0: Yeah. And another thing, once you decide where you're staying in the Airbnb, if you choose an excursion, make sure it's relatively close. Right. So that you're not booking something a hundred miles away when you're, you're. Yeah. Like it, it, We almost did that. Yeah.
1: And, and, and it's tricky because because we're two people who aren't familiar with the city of Havana or the country, you know what I mean, of Cuba, we're not familiar with that. So we don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Like, OK, we're just going to book that excursion. We didn't really know, you know, in proximity to where we were, how close or far that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we really did the research, like traveling to a country like that you really have to do your research. and it, it takes a little bit more time. It's not as developed and it's not as progressive as going to a Jamaica, you know what I mean? Even though Jamaica's not that progressive, but it's more far, it's further along than Cuba. Cancun <laughs> is further along, you know what I mean? As far as tourism goes, it's much more, you know, you know, advanced as far as, you know, being able to figure out where stuff is. You can go to a resort in Cancun and the concierge or the front desk lady could tell you where to go and where not to go and they can set you up with something. And Cuba is not really like that. They do have hotels, but again, that's not recommended. If you want an authentic local experience, you want to do an Airbnb and the locals are friendly. You know what I mean? Like Pedro was like, yeah, like if you need anything, let me know. But that brings us to another issue that we'll talk about, which is the telephone situation. So, um, okay. So the currency, so we get to the airport, we have our visas, we checked in, now we're trying to figure out this currency situation. Can you explain that? Because you probably get it a little bit better to me.
0: All right. So, uh, <laughs> first, we asked um, a JS friend who had already been to Cuba, and she suggested that we get um, currency changed, our American currency changed over to uh, euros. Um, and the reason why you would do that is so that uh, you could exchange it back. So uh, in airports, you'll probably have, like, a TravelX ex, uh, currency exchange. And they, uh, with the rate of return, it, even if you don't use all your money, uh, if you were to get it changed back from, from like, uh, euros to Cuban pesos, and then you have some leftover that you want to get back in uh, American cash, you would change it back to euros so that you can get it all back in uh, American dollars because in America, they, they're not going to uh, give you um, Cuban pesos at all. And then another thing about uh, Cuba is there's two different currencies. There, yeah. The Cuban peso and the Cuban convertible peso. Mm. And, uh, the Which convertible- one do we use?
1: What's the coup? The paid the Regular
0: one, regular peso. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And I yeah. believe that's uh, um, like government issued type money. Oh,
1: okay, got gotcha. you. The
0: convertible is like local, so it's worth le- worth less than uh. So, um, uh, the C- Cuban convertible is equal to one American dollar, but the Cuban, uh. Convertible. Or did I say it? Yeah. No. The Cuban
1: peso is one to one. So for yeah. U.S. money, it's like one dollar is one coup. that's even yeah. the issue comes in is where you go. So, honestly, we went to Travel X or whatever because we just didn't plan that part of it correctly. We should have went to Wells Fargo, which is where I bank at. He, you bank at what? Where you bank at?
0: Bank of America.
1: Bank of America. So we we should have went to our U.S. branches a couple of days in advance. So this is another mm. tip, you guys, when you're traveling to a country like Cuba or, you know, anywhere else,
0: anywhere. you would want
1: to go to your bank a couple of days in advance and request currency exchange. It normally takes 24 to 48 hours of process. So, and then we would have got a better exchange rate. We went to X, And so we gave them, for example, $400 of US, but we only got back like three something. But it wasn't because the exchange rate was, you know, uneven, it was because of the, the cost that it, the cost that it did. Yeah. To do the exchange, if that makes sense. So the rate is even it's one to one, but travel X charges their own fee. So we still lost out on money. So if we would have went to Wells Fargo bank of America or chase first, then we probably would have gotten closer to the $400 if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So we did that. We went, so we did that. We went to travel X, we exchanged our money we got on a flight. We had a layover in Miami Um, It was cool, like a little bumpy, whatever the case might be. A friend of mine, her name, she has a a blog. It's called Simply Chic. I'm going to plug it real quick. Her name is Vanessa. She does like a fashion blog. She went to Cuba earlier this year. And on her blog, I was reading it about her experience before I went. And she listed this guy. His name is Julio, who was basically her personal chauffeur slash tour guide. So she left his email, which I'll also do the same. She left his email on her blog and I contacted him. And he was just everything that we ever needed in Cuba. He not only was at our beck and call anytime we needed him, he was like, okay, I'll come pick you up, I'll drop you off. But he also provided us with a local Cuban phone so that we could be, you know, in contact with the US. So I got T Mobile, I love me some T Mobile. I had service in Cuba, it was just gonna cost me. I looked at my bill from from that trip and I spent a total of like an extra $10 on my bill. I did some text messaging and I did a couple calls. Joseph, he had no service. It was a wrap, it was a wrap. He had no service out there. And so whether you have service or not, it, it doesn't matter because we had a phone and the phone that he gave us was amazing because we had to go and get a little, um, what is it called? A Wi-Fi card, mm-hmm. right? And basically, it's like what we used to use back in the day where you would have to, like, load money or, or whatever. But this had a set amount. It was $5. We type in. We log on to Wi-Fi, type in the code, and then it gave us access at no extra charge. So that really also came in handy. I would definitely say going to Cuba just expect to be disconnected from the world. Like, unless you get access to a Wi Fi card, which you can, but you then yeah. have to be careful because some of these Wi Fi cards are a little shady. So, yeah. again, this is where Julio came in. If you want to go to Cuba, definitely contact him. He's amazing. He'll give you a legit Wi Fi card that actually works. And then you can kind of log in and out and be able to jump on social media or contact your family. So, that's also really important. Um, so uh, we talked. okay, so the activities, right? You brought that up earlier. We did a bike tour. I almost died, but it's cool. I survived. And do you remember the places we went to? Because I don't. I probably remember like two of them.
0: Um, it was the Garden of Josefina.
1: Okay, which was and absolutely beautiful, people. Was- absolutely beautiful.
0: And, uh, we went past the Art Factory. We went to...
1: Oh, the Art Factory. Yep, Cuban yeah. Art Factory. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh Christopher Columbus uh, Cemetery.
1: So now let me pause really quick on that. So y'all know out here in, in, in the US, we don't support Christopher Columbus, okay? It's all about indigenous people day. So it was very, very interesting to hear the history of Christopher Columbus and Cuba and how they tried to bury his body in Cuba, but he still ended up in Spain or wherever. But he has, a, I mean, this cemetery is massive. huge. It's exactly that's a great word, it's massive. But it's really, really pretty. The architecture is great. And it was dope. I got some really dope pictures in that cemetery, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we went to um, the Malecon, right? went there? <laughs> the Malecon, right? Right? Am I saying that right? Why are you laughing? Yeah. Am I saying that
0: right? Because <laughs> it, it, we laugh every time we said that out there. Yeah.
1: And I don't, I don't know how to describe it to people because it's not the beach. Because there's like no sand and no shore but it was like this how would you describe it?
0: it it's it's hard to explain but it's it's kind of like uh kind of like a shoreline sidewalk type deal yeah that, that's like the best way i can explain it like there's a long sidewalk that goes for miles and then there's just like a wall you can sit up on some people are like fishing off the side of it Um, it's just a beautiful view of clear water for miles.
1: The water is ridiculously clear, you guys like, clear, clear, like, not you know, not drive up to Malibu for all my people who live in Cali, not drive up to Malibu and it's kind of sort of clear, like, clear, clear, like, no pollution, clear. It was so freaking (laughs) beautiful, yeah, it was just beautiful, and like, it was just such a break because the bike ride was so long, it was so tiring. But it was a good break. It was very relaxing. The weather was amazing out there, you guys. We went in November. So we went for about five days in November. I would definitely recommend traveling to Cuba during that time of year. It was about 85 to 90 the entire time we were out there. It didn't rain that I can remember at all. It was just perfect summertime weather. Think of your favorite place in the summertime. It was like that, but in November. It's a great fall Early winter travel destination for sure.
0: Yeah, so exactly, as we left Atlanta, so right, we, we missed right.
1: right, oh my god, <laughs> wasn't that the best? Like, it was amazing. Yeah, I I ain't got no time for nobody's rain. So, we went to the Malacone, we relaxed there. He took us to a fresh juice bar, and at Cuba, they do a lot of fresh juice bars not jamba juice, you guys, not Robex, not Smoothie King. I'm talking about like pressed juices, like the mm. fruit the juice, and that's it. Like, no, nothing added. And it was just, they had the craziest combinations, but it was just really, really good and fresh. Um, and that was it. It was, like, just a very long day. I mean, we were literally with him all day, like 10 to, excuse me, 10 to 4. And it was just a really, really long day, but it was really good. It was a great way to really see the city. Um, really quick, you want to talk about some of the places we ate at?
0: Uh, Yeah. Um, okay. Ooh, what? <laughs> okay, the
1: first place was called, okay, I, I know, so we, I think that for me, my top two places was Vistamar, where we had the filets, the mm-hmm. filet mignon, remember? And it was poolside yeah. and beachside. Mm-hmm. So there's this, like, yeah. I don't, was, but here's the thing, I never did understand, was it a hotel, or was it just a restaurant? Because I felt like it was attached to that big building, remember?
0: Yeah, I, I think Julio said that it was once somebody's house. and then Oh, gotcha. Into a uh, restaurant. Okay.
1: Got you. So, um, so yeah, it was called Vistamar and basically, um, we like, we ordered like filet mignon. We had dessert. Um, it was just a really, really beautiful scenery. I would definitely recommend going to Vistamar closer to sunset because then you could really appreciate being, cause we sat poolside. So there's this beautiful pool in the middle and tables surrounding it, but we were also right next to like the crashing waves of the ocean so i would say if you're going to go to Mar, margo closer to sunset because then you could appreciate obviously the colors of the sunset but also the waves crashing and the view of the pool we went like at nighttime so it was dark but it was still a very pretty pretty sight um what's the name of the other place with the ropa the ropa vieja
0: (laughs) my favorite Uh yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, I cannot remember any name. It's like-
1: okay. It's okay. I, I should know it because it's my favorite spot. But there's another restaurant, and it's definitely closer to where we were standing. And it's inside this like hotel apartment building. It's like Puerto on the eleventh floor. Porto's, right? Porto, Havana. Porto, Havana. So it's really, really cute, and I guess it's super popular. Um, but the food there is extremely good
0: the best food
1: like the the best food yeah the best food so it it was just extremely extremely good the portions were really good out there um and i don't know we ate there twice yeah i mean so that's how good it was like we were ready to go back so i would definitely recommend going to porto's then there's this place out there that they said was going to be really good like oh this is where rihanna filmed I mean, did her photo shoot for whatever, what was that? What magazine was that? Whatever magazine that was for. And, you know, this is where all the celebrities come. It was called La Guadiza. That yeah. place was not good. No offense. It wasn't good, though. I would not recommend going there for food, but everybody said it's good for drinks. We didn't drink that day while we were there because we were like, had like things to do. But it was just like, the food was very mediocre to me.
0: Yeah. Definitely. To me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So, really quick cuz I think we are we're coming down toward the end of this episode. I do want can you can we talk really really quick about the McDonald's situation?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Um wait, before before we do that, um I want to plug one more thing. So, Okay. Uh Pedro, our Airbnb person told us about this app that we need us to have called Maps.me. And it's Amazing. It's a great map. You can bookmark locations and it works off GPS so you don't even need uh, cellular service. So you're able to get directions and all that. You download the uh, map of areas before you go so that you're able to navigate all, the, all around to where you need to be. So that's a giant help. And like another thing was that uh, the reason why we chose uh, the specific Airbnb, well, Reason why I chose it was because in the title of their listing they had English speaking, and I don't speak not a lick of Spanish. So
1: I speak a little bit. I did okay on my Spanish.
0: You was right. <laughs> I, I was not I was in high school, and then That's in funny. I did enough just to just to pass. So I need that, but I just want to plug that before we get into uh the mcdonald's talk so no no
1: no that was that was that was a great plug and i definitely forgot all about that like math.me is definitely a major key i mean if you don't speak spanish like and it just so you can keep track of where you are so you don't get lost if you go somewhere and you like it yeah exactly if you go somewhere and you like it and you want to remember you can bookmark it like i agree with joseph that is that's definitely something you need while you're in cuba okay so really quick mcdonald's so Julio, yeah. <laughs> again, he's the bomb.com. He gave us the tour guide, all the history, all the good stuff. And he told us basically that there's no McDonald's out there. Like we didn't see any fast food. Anything that you could think of, they don't have McDonald's, no taco bell, no, no Burger King, no Carl's Jr., no Hardy's, no Wendy's, no Subway, no Star, like no. nothing. They don't have no. any of that. Can you tell them, Joseph, why they don't have McDonald's, which would normally be the one thing you would see. Anywhere you go, you would always typically see. At least a McDonald's. The other stuff, eh, maybe not.
0: He said the government told them they are not bringing that poison into our country.
1: Yeah, literally.
0: Straight like that, y'all. Everything about uh, Cuba, as far as food goes, like, it's 100% more healthy because everything... He said about 95% of food is organic. So mm-hmm. they don't use all the pesticides and all that stuff. Uh, so even and, like yeah. me, like I don't even like bananas. Like I've never liked bananas. And we had some bananas out there that were actually delicious to me. Yeah. And I came back with the assumption. Uh, well, the conclusion <laughs> that American food is just trash. Like.
1: That, <laughs> I mean, and it is, and the thing is, is like, you have to think about it. Like, out here in America, all we do is be like, we don't eat pork, we don't eat pork, we don't eat pork, we don't eat pork. I mean, everybody eats bacon, but nobody eats pork, if you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? But I come, in Cuba, all of their Cubanos are pork-based sandwiches. It's a pork-based, it's a hot sandwich with, like, cheese and, like, mayo, pickles, whatever, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I come to the conclusion, right? So Joe's conclusion is American food is trash. I come to the conclusion that yes, American food is trash, but it's really not pork that we need to hate. We need to hate the way that we process and treat our food out here. You can eat pork. They Mm. eat a gang of pork out there. And I'm not saying that that means that pork is healthy. And that means that they can't eat something better. But what I am saying is is that that's one of their like main proteins. And it's Mm. not as, detrimental and harmful to their bodies because it is organic and because the pigs are probably being taken better care of than it is out here. Mm -hmm. So if you, you know what I'm saying? If you're not a big pork eater, I get it. Neither am I. I never did have a Cubano, but I will say that if you do like pork, you don't have to be like, even though Cuban is not the most developed, Cuba's not the most developed country. It is food wise. Very, very good. Mm -hmm. Very, very organic. So Listen, unfortunately, we can talk about Cuba all day long because there's so many things that we probably didn't even get to. But I just want to wrap it up really, really quick. So you want to make sure that if you're traveling to Cuba that you, A, um, purchase, contact your airline and find out what their policy and procedure is for purchasing a visa. Okay. B, you want to select the option of supporting the Cuban people as the reason that you're traveling to Cuba. That is going to be the easiest and less, you know, the least complex as far as getting to the country with no questions asked, okay? Um, You also want to uh, make sure that you contact your bank and request uh, currency exchange at least 48 hours in advance prior to your departure so that you can get a better exchange rate. If not, you can definitely use Travel Lexus inside every airport and they can go ahead and take care of that for you. Um, I am gonna leave Julio's email Probably a link in the bio, a link on the, you know, or his information in the description of this podcast uh, so you can contact him. But definitely contacting Julio, I mean, he really is going to be your lifesaver out there. If you, for whatever reason, don't want to contact him, definitely just know that taxis are going to be your main uh your main form of transportation and yes all the old school cars and all that good stuff it's all out there it's just like you see on tv that's how you're gonna travel um definitely have is it maps.me is that the correct thing maps so. dot-
0: yes what is it maps.me that's it. yeah
1: maps.me will definitely get you um you know help you travel safely and just give you good directions as far as where you are out there um Definitely recommend trying to book and pay for some of your excursions ahead of time. Understand that Cuba is a cash-only country. So for us coming out there, whatever cash you have is all that you'll be able to have. So take out more than you think you'll ever need. If you think you're only going to spend 500 bring 750 because you just never know. and You don't want to come to a point where you don't have any more money on you. That's just no fun. Uh, Vista Mar, Portos, Havana, great places to eat. Um, Make sure you go into Old Havana as well. That's where it's kind of like New Orleans-esque type of situation. Vegas, not Vegas, there's no casinos, but definitely like New Orleans, where it's just a long strip. It's a lot of shops, a lot of food, and um, good vibes out there. You definitely Uh want to go down there. A lot of the museums are in Old Havana as well. Um, What else? Anything else we can add on to their trip for Cuba?
0: Um. Will Smith came a week later, and I was kind of know. With that. <laughs> but yeah, we could probably even do a part two to our travel to Cuba. Yeah, uh, we, I know it's so much revisited.
1: Yes, definitely. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope everybody gets to experience Cuba like we did. It was so much fun, such a beautiful place to be. Thank you, Joe, so much for being on this show today. Um, Again, follow us on Let's Be Club uh, for. Follow us at LBC Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Joe, why don't you give out your Instagram handle? Uh,
0: my Instagram handle is Big Spin, B the number one, G S P the number one N.
1: Okay. Make sure you follow us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.